work. Thrive, lead, persist, communicate. Portrait of a graduate. Welcome to our podcast. The Springfield Public Schools Portrait of a Graduate is the community's vision of essential skills and attributes that students will learn before they graduate. It is intended to empower Springfield schools and the community to reimagine teaching and learning inside and outside of schools. More than 200 people attended our community events. At least 700 educators participated in educator conversations. Around 50 student leaders participated and about 1,400 people reviewed draft copies of the portrait and provided feedback. It took more than a year to engage those stakeholders, more than 2,000 of them, in conversations where district officials listened to their hopes and dreams for Springfield U. The result of those conversations is The Portrait of a Graduate, a single document that lists central skills and attributes that Springfield schools, along with the community, will help students develop. The next step in our work is continued engagement with educators, students, and community members, and utilizing the portrait as a blueprint that will guide the district's strategic plan for the next five years, a strategic plan that defines new ways to inspire and empower our students. Hello, and welcome to another episode of POG the Podcast. I am your host, Azel Kavan, and we are doubling back today on a subject that we talked about uh, about five or six months ago when we were just about to embark on financial literacy uh, as an elective at high schools uh, here in Springfield Public Schools. This was a direct outgrowth of the comments and the suggestions and the interests that we heard from parents and community members and students themselves as we held focus groups and talked with folks about our portrait of a graduate. This course has been underway for the majority, for the entirety of the school year so far, and we are joined by a teacher, some students, and a curriculum director to find out how exactly is it going in the schools. So please welcome Tom Rochelle, who is the Director of Humanities and who joined us on our original podcast about this topic. Alec Archambault, who teaches ninth grade and 10th grade at Central High School. He is a world history teacher. He has a background in economics, and he's also teaching the personal finance curriculum at Central this year. And most excitedly, we're welcoming Keith Bowie Schindler, a 10th grade student at Central, and his classmate Sadiqi Kumu, who is in ninth grade over at Central. So let's get started. I'm going to start with you, Mr. Archambault. Uh, what are some of the topics that you've covered in your class so far? Biggest thing that's been, uh, we relate everything to budgeting. So our first unit was about planning and budgeting. And then kind of we've been stepping through all the things in life that you would want to budget for. Um, you know, your discretionary spending, the things you want to buy things you need to buy, um, insurance, housing, mortgages, right? Investing, retirement plans, um, uh. and kind of bringing everything back to the budgeting and making sure that we're planned properly for, for each of these things as they come. Probably the biggest thing right there in the beginning was just deciphering between wants and needs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something that you struggle with all yeah. the way up through high school, college, and, and actually running a household. I think it's hard as you get older. <laughs> yeah. <pretty> <laughs> <one switch. laughs> 
It does for me, that's for sure. How would you describe your students' reactions? Um, because you talked about things that, you know, I'm sure maybe they never thought about before. So mm -hmm. how do you think they, you feel like they reacted to um, some of the things they've been learning about finances? Okay, so I can only tell you what it seems like, and I'm going to be very excited to hear Keith and Siddiqui's side on this. Yeah. Side too. Um, I think that I've been really impressed um, with how the kids are handling the material. Like you said, a lot of these things are things I didn't start thinking about until I was 22, 23, 24, not even after high school, like after college, after roommates move out, right, like living on your own. Um, yeah. So a lot of these things are things that are really important in my life, like as a young adult still, or as like, as I like to think, but they are, you know, in general, mostly 14 year olds, you know, so a lot of these things are hard to wrap your brain around and right. still have had a little more of that chance for independence. But so far, I've been really, really impressed with how they attack it. Um, they're interested. They seem to really understand that this is something that's going to come back later. Right. Uh, and, and they've been coming at things, I'd say, courageously, and, and I've been pretty impressed. Have you noticed a trend of one topic that appears to be most interesting to the students? So we are wrapping up. It's a two or one semester course. Um, so at the end of quarter two, you know, Siddiqui and Keith will be leaving and I'll have a new class of personal finance um, students coming in. And that was one of the most interesting pieces of it this year so far was figuring out what things they're going to attach to. Right. Things they're going to not like as much. So some surprises, I guess, for me, Roth IRAs was was really a killer. Um, compound interest in Roth IRAs. They crushed it, loved it. Um, wow. Time wrapping around my brain with that. You know, you sit at your investment meetings and try and figure out where you go. Things that seemed to go less successfully. Insurance was a unit that that felt tougher to get through. Um, uh -huh. We're going to be putting heads together on attacking that. Um, mm -hmm. Just the idea of different types of insurance, right? Like health insurance, car insurance, home insurance, renters insurance. There's a lot. And yeah. I think there's only a certain amount of times where you can say the word insurance and still have someone's full attention. Um, that, was, <laughs> right. that was one of the things that we were working on this year. And so far, I'd say overall, really good. I've been impressed. That's awesome. Well, can we talk to uh, Siddiqui? Let's hear from students themselves. Siddiqui, I know you are uh, you are on your way out to practice. So let's just, before we even get into finances, let's talk about some of the things you want to do and like to do, which is sports. So what sport do you play, Siddiqui? Uh, I do swimming and soccer swimming and soccer and and how's it going so far this this season i think it's going pretty good yeah, yeah. it's like a mix good and bad yeah so what's your what's your stroke what's your strong stroke in swimming uh, i like doing freestyle and breaststroke ah uh, freestyle and breast and what position do you play in soccer uh, i do mostly strikers and winger oh, okay yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So let me ask you, before you took this class, how much did you ever think about personal finances? I didn't think about it at all, to be honest. I just thought when I was an adult, I just go with the flow. And just <laughs> figure That's it out. probably like a lot of adults. We do, you know, just find themselves going with the flow and, and wish we had something back in high school like this. I mean, when your teacher said Roth IRA, I remember when I was learning about Roth IRA, I was in my 20s and my head was spinning. So Geez, what do you think um, has surprised you the most in taking this course? I think like how much you have to do to keep your money afloat, like paying taxes and doing uh, insurance. I didn't think it was going to be so long of a process. I thought you just had to just 
pay for it mm-hmm. and just leave it. I didn't know you had to choose which one, like choose which interest has the best interest. And there's many different types of interests. And for taxes, I had to fill out W-2 and W-4. I never knew that before. So I'm right. glad I know. Right. So now when you are ready, which uh, will be before you know it, to go out and start opening accounts and looking for insurance, you already have an understanding that, you know, you need to shop around for the best. You already talked about, you know, interest rates and W-2 forms, the importance of those. So do you feel like you have uh, an advantage now for when you get your, your, your first job and you start to have an apartment and things like that? Yeah, I feel like I have a pretty big advantage now because I know, like, like I have a starter pack, so I know what to do now. So I think awesome. it's a Awesome. Awesome. Keith, how about you? Let's hear from you. Uh, you're in 10th grade over at Central. How's your school year going so far? Uh, it's it's going better than the last one. Yeah. <laughs> how did you make out during uh, remote? Are you happy to be back in class, full in school full time this year? Yeah, I have a very hard time paying attention during lectures and being online. It was just a reason to go find something else to do. So yeah. here in person, it's definitely assisting. Yeah, I, I, I think you're in good company with that. A lot of people had a hard time being remote. So let me ask you about this personal finance class. Do you think you've learned anything that can help you or your family right now, like right away? Oh, 100%. Really? So tell us about that. That's amazing. I think what's the most beneficial out of everything I've learned for short term, it's definitely budgeting. Mm-hmm. Um, previously, I received money, you know, for just either doing chores around the house or birthdays or Christmas, and I just put it away for a bit. And then I think, well, you know, I kind of want this and I kind of want that and I kind of want that. And then I'd spend all of it and I'm like, wow, that literally, literally did nothing. Mm-hmm. There was no point in any of that. I mean, it was just kind of impulse buying. And mm-hmm. I realized now that it just was not a good financial thing to do. Not a good financial decision. Yeah. So do you think that this class is going to somehow play a role in your future decisions on a bigger level? Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're already making different decisions about, you know, how you handle your money. Is there anything that really surprised you about finances and how to budget and, you know, all of the requirements involved in being an adult and having money? It's a surprise to say, but creating generational wealth is mm. so much more simple than it's set out to be. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to save money. But once you do save money, it's so easy for that money to simply increase in value. Mm -hmm. As long as you can keep yourself from using that saved money, it builds interest very fast. So I'm sure, Mr. Archambault, right now you want to just jump up and down and do a happy dance and go go run through the hallways because, wow. I'm impressed. I'm impressed right now. (laughs) So am I. I don't know if, you know, I know I'm the only one on camera. I'm sitting here like trying to hold my smile in, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow, we're talking about generational wealth and that it's actually attainable, right? So before this class, Keith, did you think that, you know, you 
Did you ever think like that? Um, no, not really. I come from a very um, lower middle class family and mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it and I'm thinking about all the struggles my mother goes through to f- support the family. And mm-hmm. I think if she had something as beneficial as this class mm-hmm. through her life, her entire life would be different. Mm. Now, how is it, right, as the child in the family getting all this information, and certainly you want to go back and share it with the family. How how does that work? How do you how do you do that? Do you how do you have those conversations? Is it difficult, or do you find it more comfortable to talk about money now? Um, it's definitely easier. My mother, she's interested in learning this stuff. Like I actually found it kind of entertaining because we use a um, a website in class called Ramsey. And mm-hmm. I went home one day and my mother actually had a book written by the same guy just on the table. And we're going through the stuff together. I'm looking at my curriculum. She's looking through a book and the stuff that's being said is similar. So it's definitely easy to talk to her about this stuff. I didn't wow. go to finance with no knowledge on anything. I had had mm-hmm. these conversations with her previously, mm-hmm. but it's made it pretty easy. That is fantastic. So, Mr. Archambault, how do you make your lessons? relevant to students in their lives now or is that even necessary because these these students definitely get the big picture Mm. i'd say i have an easier time doing it by a lot in personal finance than in world history if i'm being totally honest like for Mm -hmm. those reasons right it is kind of just right there um you know like i said this semester was a lot of figuring out what things they're going to attach to right away and what things we're gonna have to like step back and you know figure out what you know how to scaffold and what background to get them to, um, but yeah, in general, um, it's accessible. You know what I mean? It's there, yeah. and it's not 400 years ago. You know what I mean? It's it's right. this year, next year. It's my 20s. You know, right? Uh, so yeah, yeah. They kind of attach to it. Let me ask um, Keith and Siddiqui. Either one of you or both of you can answer this question. Do you feel that in your class? In this particular class, do you feel a certain sense of like, this is relevant, this is more real life than a lot of the other classes that I take or? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I've never really been good at school. I've Mm -hmm. always been told that I'm intelligent, but I really don't enjoy doing work. And out of all of my classes, this class is the only class I've actually been passionate about going to. Because wow. I can self using this stuff genuinely in the future. Wow. Oh my goodness. That's what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what. Now, let me ask you when you say you don't enjoy doing work, do you feel like it's because you just said, I can, clearly I can do it, but this interests you. You have a passion. So, more of this and other kind of subjects or just more relevance to your life, do you think that would make you um, a more engaged student overall? Yes. I really like this class because this is stuff I can see myself using for the rest of my life. I can see myself taking pieces of information from this class and putting them into my daily routine. I can't see myself doing that in some of these other classes. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what part of Portrait of a Graduate is about, right? Tom is figuring out how to make other classes as relevant as something like this personal finance class. So, Tom, let's switch over to you because, you know, we heard from, you know, the meat and potatoes, what really matters, what's going on in the classroom. 
Um, but none of that can happen if there aren't people working behind the scenes like you to make the connections, to get the curriculum, to bring it before the school committee and get it approved. So let me just ask you what your thoughts are when you think of from idea to this conversation that you're hearing from the students. This conversation is fantastic. I love hearing the level of interest. It is um, something that I'm hearing from <clears throat> multiple students at multiple schools now. It is something that I'm proud that, yeah, to be a part of. Um, mm -hmm. It's not something that I do alone. Uh, there, you know, teachers like Mr. Archambault are the ones actually implementing the curriculum and making yes. sure that students are having that experience. I was able to, from my end, figure out how to make sure that it was uh, available and accessible to our teachers and students. And mm -hmm. that was the important work. And, you know, the students are the ones doing it every day. Um, and to me, it's fantastic to hear that it is so well received on multiple levels in multiple schools because it is something that we heard the public wanted. We heard our students we wanted. wanted. It was something that I wish I had had as a student. Me too. So I'm just so happy for our students, teachers, and you know, their families, as we heard. Yeah, right. You know, the, fact, the fact that it is, you know, working with, you know, not just our students, but they're bringing the information home and it can help all of the citizens of Springfield. The success of this and the impact that it's having is just so obvious from this conversation. Is there any way that this this curriculum or this plan can be embellished or you know spread more throughout the district? Are there any plans for expansion or anything? So it is starting and it is um, becoming available in all of our schools at the secondary level. We are currently. <laughs> That's great. We currently have some materials that we're working with our students, and we have modules um, through a different program for financial literacy in our middle schools. And we are I'm currently in the process of finishing up a grant for introducing the idea of financial literacy and personal finance to our youngest students in elementary school. So That's we're doing great. some pilot, pilot work there, and so that our students can know at the youngest of ages um, about saving and budgeting and understanding money and how they can hold on to theirs, you know, a little longer. They're hard-earned dollars. That's right. Well, thanks everyone for joining in of this episode of POG, the podcast, where we checked in to see how our personal finance curriculum is settling in with students and teachers, and uh, it seems like it is going fantastic, swimmingly well, as they say. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Azel Kavan, and this has been POG, the podcast. Portrait of a Graduate, the podcast, is a production of the Springfield Public Schools Office of Communication. Azel Kavan, executive producer and host. Christian Polanco, production manager. Ewan Tran, a senior at Putnam Academy, production intern. Theme music written by Marcos Carreros, music teacher at the Springfield Conservatory of the Arts and performed by the Conservatory of the Arts School Band. And I'm Davion Jackson Kong. And I'm Ariella from Glenwood. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Have a great day.